Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. Yeah, I haven't really got the uh, stuff figured out for our mobile setup here. All right, everybody. It is Real Men of Genius, episode 23. We are on location at South Point Hotel Casino, Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes, we are. Uh, I'm joined by Ryan Vargas here. In the booth with me already, and then in the audience we have some JD Motorsports folk. Literally the entire six team. Yeah, yeah, uh, four team. The boys couldn't make it tonight, but they're here with us in spirit. They're, they're too cool. Oh, for someone you. else is actually just walking in now. Yeah, I think it's a truck driver. So yeah, it's uh, case. Hold your applause. There, yep, there, there we go. Yeah, he was very confused as to what was going on in here. <laughs> he uh, had no idea what we were doing. Am I the only return guest so far? Uh, I guess, kind of. I don't know. My buddy Pockets that works for Nice, he's filled in for a co-host like a million times. Yeah. He's my neighbor, so it works out. Yeah, you'll have that. But, uh, yeah, how uh, we just raced California. We did. Uh, how was your experience there? I know it, it didn't end very well for either of us. Yeah, neither of us, and it ended, did not end well for neither. Um, I had fun. Uh, it is a very fun racetrack. I underdrove the heck out of it in qualifying. Um, I knew, you know when you like are able to give it sudden throttle, mm-hmm. and like you just kind of know you underdrove it? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. I, like, I started feeding it throttle, and then I suddenly went back to full throttle, and I was just like, hmm, yeah, okay, I could have done way more. Yeah. Um, but regardless, we were, we qualified fine, got up. And then as the race went on, we just continuously got better and better and better. Um, worked our way through the field, raced against a lot of guys that, you know, normally are beating us mm-hmm. and we're running and passing them. So, um, it, it felt really good to do that, especially on like Swan Security's like home race. I think that was a, a really good one for us. Right. No, it was fun. What you what you think of the racetrack? It was your first time there. I liked it. Um, I never really got up next to like the wall wall mm-hmm. during the race. I don't know if you did. Did you get up there? Yeah, a little bit. I thought I had a vibration. I thought I had a vibration, so I was like, I'm gonna go to the wall. So if it, my right front blows so out, so yours I'll, was like a I'll be closer. <laughs> yeah, you, that was a but I mean it, it wasn't. It was a weird deal because like when I very first felt the vibration, I shot up there, and. It was really dirty. Like mm-hmm. as soon as I got up there, it sounded like I was running over gravel because it didn't it just seem bounced like off it was crush that panels. Good. Yeah, because the 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 top top never truly got there. I don't think. Yeah. Um, some guys tried it. Like, I tried it once and it scared the hell out of me. Like yeah. I said, and I just pulled back down. Like I, I groove off. 
I just knew we were fast in whatever lines we were running. Like I ran in the seam below mm-hmm. the top, the tippy top, and one and two all day. Yeah. I kind of went below it a few times. Like I was able to find speed on short runs, running the second to the top groove, so mm-hmm. like another groove down. But uh, and then three and four. I mean, for some reason, the bottom worked for us like insanely well. I was able to set up guys uh, going in, clear them by the center of the corner, and yeah. not lose. Hardly any time on the exit, which was a really good feeling because I know, especially at places like that where it's so wide and you've got to build up momentum. Uh, if you're not losing momentum on the exit, especially when you're on the bottom, it's it's a good right, a good turning car. Right. No, I definitely the bottom was weirdly good in one and two, uh, really? a lot more so than in the past, especially on restarts. Like yeah. everybody was taking the top on restarts, and I don't know if it was just stacking up there, but I could pass like. I felt like I was getting like past two rows on the yeah. bottom in one and two, but then you lose it on exit. So you got to like yeah. try to pull up in front of whoever. We starts were aggressive. Really aggressive. Yeah. Uh, when you get to like any track like that, it's like Kansas. Yeah. You, go where you have a million grooves. But it was, um, I remember I learned a little thing from Josh Williams on a restart because there was that restart where um, I think it was Ty Gibbs that spun. I think it was only like a two lap run. Yeah. Something, something like that. It was either Ty Gibbs or something, but. On the going into one, I ran like the second of the top seams, so like two two groups down, and coming on exit, I hear my spotter saying, "Looking outside, looking outside," and I realized Josh Williams, who was a row behind me, yeah, hung it out into that upper groove and just let it roll with the momentum and came to my bumper with with the speed that he needed. Right. So every restart after that, I just stayed in the in the upper groove and line wrapped that, mm-hmm. and was able to pass like a couple cars here and there just by doing that. So. Uh, Fun learning at a place like that, especially growing up and having like watched races there my whole life. Right, it's like a, it's like a neat dynamic. Yeah, I love that place. I'm pretty pissed that I uh, wrecked myself and didn't get a good finish there. It's just one of my favorite racetracks. It seems that? like I've never been able to get a good finish <laughs> there, but uh, I don't know. Good. Trying too hard too early, I guess. So yeah, we had a uh, with two to go. Our transmission like did a thing and just exploded. It yeah, was fun. But yeah, pretty interesting. I saw the interior, and I'd never seen one do that in my entire life. You'll have that sometimes, though. Yeah. I mean, it's at the end of the day, there's so many positives to outline this one negative. So, I mean, it, uh, you know you had a good day when you could still leave and kind of hold your head high and know that you brought a good piece. Right, right. Going forward to Vegas, uh, what are your thoughts for there? Well, I mean, we're going to another track that, thankfully, I've been to, but I've never practiced and or qualified at. Which, yeah. I mean, you go into practice and qualifying with a totally different mindset than you do in the race. You know, especially last year when we just showed up and showed up and raced with no practice qualifying. Mm-hmm. Now you go there with the mindset of, okay, shake down the car, and then you go to qualifying. It's like, all right, now it's time to drive the absolute heck out of it and hope it sticks. Um, so that's – I'm still trying to adjust to the whole dynamic of qualifying on these bigger intermediate two-mile type – mile-and-a-half to two-mile ovals. Uh, so that's a, a big learning curve for me. I'm enjoying it. It's, yeah, it's I'm sure you experienced it like when you first started too. it's like a totally different driving style. Oh, yeah. From that. Yeah, it's fun, though. Like Once you learn it and you can start being aggressive, it's really fun. You just can't be too aggressive like I was last Saturday and put yourself in the wall. You'll have that. Uh, <laughs> Gabe's over there making hand motions. Gabe, come on in here. Get it. Come get it. Get in here. here. Yeah. 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 Clap it up. Clap it up for Gabe, everybody. Here. Yeah, throw throw yeah. on the headphones. Put on, yeah, you gotta have. Yep. Throw, throw them on. Oh. This is Gabe Wood. He is my tire guy on the sixth car. Yep. I do the, I do the pistons. 
Yep. Yeah, you gotta get it on the mic, brother. It's not like I said, not the best setup in here, but I'm just I'm just we're working through. It. It. How's how's that? How are we working here? We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, we're good now. All right. It doesn't look very comfortable for yeah. you, but we're just got to roll with it. Yeah, we're here. Uh, we got the camera set up on an ironing board. I, I don't think. We yeah, it is yeah, on an ironing board and a granola bar box. Yeah, plenty of yeah, and I didn't even have real tape that I brought out here. I brought electrical tape, so That's nothing hilarious. is sticking right. Like I try to tape all the wires up underneath the table. And they're falling down. Yeah, none of them have stayed. Yeah. It, it, looks, it looks awful. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Hey, traveling <laughs> podcast is what you got to deal with sometimes. I saw you bring that whole case, the podcast case, and I was just like very surprised that that happened. Case is just scooting. Yep, case is getting closer. I'm getting beaten, uh, so that's great. Yeah. Gabe, how, how have you been? How has your Vegas experience been out here? Have you won any money? Have you lost any money? I have won other people money. We won't talk about what I have lost. Okay. Uh, I think I'm up to about $200 lost, which I mean, Aww. considering people we know, it's not that bad. Yeah. Uh, but I, I took some money that Case gave me and ended up going $100 up on him. So he's got a little money to go home with. So that's, that's pretty awesome. So how does that feel when you're losing your own money, but you're making other people money? Are you still happy when you're winning or are you kind of agitated like, man, why, why didn't this happen to me? Uh, considering what happened before that, because I sat down at a table, immediately lost all of my $100 and went. Yeah, that's terrible. And then immediately started winning with cases. Yeah, I, I wanted to throw something at people. Yeah. Well, I mean, you'll have that. I mean, if it means anything, I played poker once in my entire life. Mm. And it, I, I, it was a charity thing. And there was no money because it was charity. But I made it to, like, there was, like, eight tables, and I made it to the final table. Somehow, like, little 18-year-old me had no idea what the heck he was doing. You made a lot of people mad. I made a lot of people really mad and lost some people a lot of money. Um, but I made it to the final table, and uh, I, I I don't know. I just did. It was weird. Yeah, I really don't do card games. I just feel like I don't know. I don't know as much as I should know. I know how to play the games, but, like. I don't know how to like win them consistently or like what to do in different I situations. I just didn't realize the value of a poker face. Like it literally, like I, I just sat there looking innocent and adorable, and I got to the final table. Yeah. Well, let's talk go. about let's talk about winning consistently. And the opposite of that, Bailey. Uh, multiple times today, before we've gone to dinner or lunch, you have walked past the roulette table and done what? Put all my money down. And or not what, all of what it. What happened? And what happened? Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> development something you don't even know about. Oh. I went back to the... So, I won some money on the slot machine uh, earlier. I, so, here's... We'll start from the beginning. I've yet to gamble yet. But I've got... I got $200 out of the ATM. And look, I'm out, like, look out, ladies and gentlemen. The race car driver's breaking his hands out. Yeah. <laughs> Once I start talking with my hands, it's over. Anyways, got $200 out of the ATM. I'm like, this is my gambling money. If I lose it all, I'm not gambling anymore while I'm here. We still have some money to gamble with. So... I went to a slot machine, lost a hundred immediately, and I got—I was, I was so pissed. I got up, I was like, "All right, I'm done. I'm going back to my room." And then I was like, "No, nah, I'm not letting this beat me." So I like walked in a circle, walked right back to the slot machine, put my other hundred dollars in, and then ended up winning like two hundred off of that one hundred that I put in. So I was at three hundred dollars. So okay. I was like, "All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty good." We went and watched Jackass because there's a theater here. And before we were going to eat, I was like, all right, I'm going to put $100 on red. Missed it. Did not get it. Back to 200 Back to even. Went to eat. Came back. I felt bad because I was the one that kind of convinced you. Cause- I was going to do all 300 on red, and I'm really happy oh, I didn't. That's rough. Yeah. We, we were eating lobster that night. Yeah. 
And then we went to eight, went to eight, went to eat, came back. I was like, all right, 200 on red. Did it? Hit. Cool. Oh. Left 100 on there, lost 100. So back to 300. Mm-hmm. Went back to the slot machine. I got like 40 bucks extra, so I was at like 340. So then this morning, I was betting. I put that 40 in the slot machine. And, or no. Somehow I got back to 200, and then I was back at 240. So then I put that 40 in the slot machine, lost it all real quick. Angry. Went to roulette table. 200 on red. Bam. Hits. 400 again. <laughs> and then... It feels like a really horrible common core math problem. And then, yeah, I know. Bailey goes at the roulette table with $200. Uh, what, how much does he have? Uh, addiction. Yeah, <laughs> an addiction. And then I went back to the same slot machine that I had been winning at, lost 100 So now I'm back to $300, which is still better than I started with, but it's still pissed that I lost $100 in a slot machine. And this last time, I lost $100 in like five minutes. I didn't win once. I just kept hitting the button. Kept hitting the button. It's like me on a blackjack table. It was like the worst thing. Like the worst thing in the world is just watching like you're hitting bet. Your value goes down, hit bet again, just keeps going down, keeps going down. And it's like 300 units every time or like pennies, I guess. And then you're getting down to like, you start with 10,000 because you put 100 bucks in. And then you get all the way down to like 1,200 and you're like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) See, the worst part on those. We're near the end. I have three more tries. I tried to hit a slot machine. The worst part on those is like you're, you have a three dollar max bet, so yeah. your pennies or whatever, and you'll get it. You'll get a win, and you're like, "Heck yeah!" And it'll only go up like a dollar fifty. It's I'm still losing money. Yeah, I'm still losing. I'm still <laughs> losing. And then when you're getting down to the bitter end, and you're like, "All right, I guess I have to." Then you're like at two hundred credits, and you're like, "And you're having to change your bet to go lower." <laughs> and you're like, "I'm not going to get this back. Why do I even keep going?" And then you get a cash out voucher for forty cents, and you throw it in the trash. I was going to say, what's more depressing, getting up with four dollars or losing all of it? <laughs> losing all of it. Go, going up to the cashier. Can I get my money, please? No, I, I won't. I just, I find, I know exactly where the nearest trash can to that slot machine is because I've gotten a 20, 20 cent voucher, a 40 cent voucher, and I think another 15 cent voucher. Yeah, that's that almost a whole dollar. <sighs> the depression's not worth it. <laughs> if you put it in the cash out, like the machine, it won't even give you change. So if oh, I put it doesn't. It, if I put it in there, I'd just be like, yeah, thanks for the money back. So Wow. I didn't know that. the trash. They're not getting any more of my money. About even just forty cents. You even lose money at the ticket voucher. Yeah, I, I mean, what like what is the recommended slot? Because I've never, I haven't. The one I had won some money on was the Wheel of Fortune one, and I've been going and sitting at the exact same. That's one my mom's favorite. Every t- every day. My recommended slot is don't sit down. Yeah, uh, the yeah. slot machines really. When when you're when they're hot, it's a lot of fun. Lots of flashing colors, you know. I played craps uh, last time I was here. Really? That's like the hardest game to play. Dude, I had a great time. Like, I actually learned that very quickly. I was playing with uh, Dalen Barr, and then Jeff from KSDT was here, and, like, he was there for, like, a minute and then, like, disappeared. But it was cool. I, I want to learn how to play. I just don't – I don't want to learn how to play with real money because I'm just going to lose a pretty decent amount of money before I figure it out. And I don't want to, like, watch a YouTube video on it and go to the ta- table think I know what I'm doing and then that make it even worse. Like, oh, actually, this isn't how you play. Oh, sick. There yeah. goes 50 bucks. You sound like me when I was coming out to Vegas for the first time and I watched a bunch of videos on how to play blackjack and then I get screamed at by an Asian lady. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're not hit. You're not hit. I don't know. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's, I, I, I've played blackjack before and I just like, I don't know. The only table game I like is roulette because it is, it is set odds. It yeah, is. There's like just, 32 numbers on there. 
and it's either going to land on it or it's not. And with blackjack, you have no idea what is coming out of that deck. You, you have no clue. You know it's what? just let chance. Me go, when we go downstairs today, I'll put some money on red. That's what I'm going to do. Oh Let's put I'm it on do. red. I'm going to put it on red. I, uh, red. I've been thinking, like, oh, maybe I should put it on black this time. Nope, stay on red. If I put it on black, if I alternate, then your odds are they're gone. If you yeah. put it on red every time, fifty percent chance. Thinking this is slowly turning into an intervention for Bailey. Yeah. No, I, I I don't even gamble that much. It would be a problem if I kept losing all my money and kept going back to the ATM. Like I gotta get it back. Listen, I gotta get is, it back. That is the like, machine like, that always like pays. someone we know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the machine that always pays though. So it is but until it suddenly it doesn't. until it doesn't yeah. anymore. <laughs> Honestly, with the expensive as everything is out there, that that time is going to come before I lose all my money gambling. It's just going to come because I go to the sushi restaurant and it's like forty dollars for a roll of sushi. You went and got, you went and got sushi at a casino. Okay, that no, that sushi restaurant we went to was awesome. Oh, really? no, I was talking about the one here. I've eaten oh. sushi three times since I've been in Las Vegas. Twice here and then once at that Jajanga. Uh, Build the best sushi in Las Vegas. Uh, hmm. Django Unchained Sushi. Yeah, Django Unchained <laughs> Sushi. I got a sushi burrito, the monkey burrito. Oh, yeah, I've heard of those. That... Two not uh, two entrees. Well, I mean, it's a sushi restaurant, dude. dude you, you can put get... some food down. It's still I just I say entrees, yeah, I Bailey. Yeah, but like... This is not just bully Bailey. Look at me. I don't eat two entrees, but he did. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's like going to Taco Bell. You're going to get more than one entree there. Oh it's yeah, keto. yeah, and then he screams, "It's keto!" It was not eating, keto. I'm eating four thousand calories. I've been so far from keto since I've been on this trip; it's ridiculous. Even though I keep trying, like I wanted energy drinks, so I made sure to get this sugar-free version. I was like, "Well, oh, that's just get a bang." Just, I'm not getting a bang, dude. I'll, I'll be sitting here shaking if I got. a Or bang. get a get a loud energy. A loud energy. That dude. Those. I was literally. That was. I was in the shop. I was freaking out, dude. <laughs> I was like, so, I was literally like shaking. I hadn't eaten all day. I couldn't focus on, like, I was like, am I building an exhaust curtain right now? Or am I going to the scales? Or what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And so, I was, like, literally freaking out. I need to explain what happened here. So, uh, my partner, Nutrishop, I believe I'm wearing their hat right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nutrishop. Uh, so, Nutrishop, specifically in the Monterey Park location, they, uh, I get a call from them, and they said, hey, we have some energy drinks. You know, we're going to send you some some drinks. Uh, it'll be, a like, a decent-sized shipment. It is a pallet. And I'm like, my thought, it's like, okay, so it's like, Maybe 18, 18 cases or something like that on a pallet. It's like what we get for our drinks. When yeah, we're like, taller, like yeah. yeah, it's like nothing tall or anything. And I get a call. Like, I, I, I had to sign for it. That's how big this was. And I was like, okay. So I call Will Rogers, uh, another driver in the series. Um, he's my neighbor. And I said, hey, can you go home, go to my place, and just sign for this, make sure it gets put in the garage. He's like, yeah. I get a call from him. He says, dude, this is too big. We could not push it up the driveway. And I'm just like, Okay. Turns out this was a pallet of twelve hundred pounds worth of uh, loud energy. Uh, that is their uh, their own energy beverage at NutriShop. I mean, don't get me wrong; it is a fantastic beverage. I actually it really like it. It tasted great. Um, I just didn't know that it would be twelve hundred pounds worth, and it is still sitting in my garage. It's pretty um, bad when the delivery driver is asking, "Where's the loading dock?" Yeah, yeah, no, like he, like he was you literally have a like forklift. Yeah, we had to like he had to use his pallet jack, and like him and Will had to like. He said they almost ran out of breath. Like, they couldn't get up the driveway. And um, so I brought, like, 12 cases of this to the shop, and everybody's just been drinking them, and it's like... He's been throwing it by force into our cars. Yeah, like, I literally put one on top of Gabe's car. Like, it's... But, I mean, it's good. I mean, but it, it, it'll... it'll It hits you. Yeah. It's like 320 milligrams of caffeine, which is a fair amount. Ungodly. 
But I mean, it gets you going. No it, sugar. No sugar. No, there is no sugar in it. Because I was keto back in those days two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> back and there in the is, days. And there is no sugar in it, which is good. Uh, yeah, twelve hundred pounds. I'm not gonna lie, they they helped out whenever we were getting ready to come out here because I drank that one during the day, and I'm like, "There's no way I'm drinking another one of these." And then we were at the shop late, and it was like two in the morning. I'm like, "Now is actually a great time to drink one of those." So I had another All one. Of a sudden, did it's you go tomorrow. to sleep? Huh? Did you end up going to sleep that night? I left the shop at like five thirty. Oh my god! Morning. I didn't know y'all were there that late. I mean, we Wayne left. was there later than that. Wayne was there till like seven. There's pictures of Wayne three falling asleep in his dad's chair. I was asleep in the car. Yeah, I was gonna say you fell asleep in the car. I was bleeding the brakes, and I I could I was just able to hold enough consciousness to pump the brake pedal, but also I could like close my eyes and be halfway asleep. I mean, I'll say like I'll say this it is like I know this sounds weird, but it's like there's a weird satisfaction leaving the shop like when it's like dark out. I don't know why. It's, it's yeah, a but weird it's, it's, it's when you're leaving the shop when the sun's coming up. Yeah, it's, that's a, that's a little, a little less that's a little less satisfying. You're just hung over the whole next Case day. Case is warming you're so up tired. his backhand right yeah. now. But yeah, yeah. Wayne Wayne told us the story about it because every time whenever he bleeds brakes with you, you put stick your hand up on the gauge and mm-hmm. yeah, he, he looks up and it's not there, so he peeks over and you're just yeah. No, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was handing me the gauges to check bias. He's like, "Wake up!" <laughs> like, oh, uh, God. <laughs> dang it! Yeah, you had to drive an hour and hour and a half back to your place then. Yeah, but luckily the loud energy was kicking in just enough for me to drive, and I was just had the radio on as loud as possible. And also, yeah. for some reason, my buddy from Texas was, like, driving somewhere. He had just got up to drive to, like, Arkansas or something, and he sent me a Snapchat. I was like, oh, I'll call him and talk to him on the phone. That was a that was a, that was was a a night, though. That was definitely a yeah, night. I remember that, that. It was rough. Like I said, it's weird. Like, I just felt hung over the next day because I couldn't <laughs> sleep. I slept till, like, 1 o'clock, and I got to bed at, like, 7. And There you go. There's yeah. A, there's a weird... For, for people that don't work in racing, there's there's a time at the shop when you're staying late from about 9 to about 11 when everybody just hates each other. <laughs> I don't know. There's so, so. But then once you get into that tomorrow bracket, everybody's just, it's just gig, giggly. Yeah, dude. Once yeah. you get to the delirious part, uh, once you're like, I always called it like you're, you're drunk at that point. Once you're into the drunk stage, you haven't been drinking at all, but like your, your, your head is just <laughs> disclaimer. So, your brain is so tired that like everything is just goofy. Like you could say like, like if someone like said something wrong and you make fun of them for it, and then everybody in the shop's laughing. It's that's fun. You just gotta get through the part from about like about nine to eleven o'clock, yeah. where everybody's just mad at each other. But then once you get past that, it's just funny. Everybody's burnt from nine. Yeah, at yeah, nine it's, on, it's, it's pretty bad. No one likes someone who's burnt. Nobody. It happens. Gabe, you been burnt lately? Uh, except for the blackjack table. No, not really. Good, good. Got to keep her from being burnt. Um, I just, I get, I get burned at the shop. It's okay. It keeps me going. Yeah. You do be getting burned at the shop. You yeah. do, but it's okay. It's okay. I'll be hearing commotion. I'll be hearing, you know, wrenches clanging and. It's usually when I've just hit something and I'm mad at just <laughs> a, an inanimate object. <laughs> yeah, being mad at an inanimate object is tough because. All I do is punch it, and it makes me oh, matter. Oh. Got an incoming. I don't even think I got that one. I'm not in <laughs> no. on that one. No. Yeah, we're, we're not talking about that. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, I hadn't worked that late at a shop since I was racing late models. Hmm. Like, that was a first. That was, that was the latest that we've stayed since we've worked here. Since we've worked here. 
Yeah, talking to the mic, man. Yeah, okay. amateur hour over here. Oh, jeez. Um, talk about Vegas real quick. Vegas was your first race with us last year, wasn't it? Or no, Richmond. 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 Because I remember you Richmond. went to Rich, you went to Vegas last year with us, and we just we killed. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean? It, was, I mean, it was like Bailey was leading, and like of the like. I know three of the cars. I know Jeffrey had like issues or something like that. But I, like, I honestly can't even remember. But yeah. I, I just remember he had something wrong. But like, all like all the JD cars did really well. Like yeah. I remember Bailey was Bailey was like the the front charger. But then it was like me and Landon like just like following each other. Like yeah. I'd be in front of him or he'd be in front of me. You were that big wreck last year. You were in the thick of that, which was wild. I was like I was in the wreck essentially. I can't believe you weren't like wrecked. Like I was wrecked. I just somehow got out of it. I don't like because me and Landon were stacked. And he had me, like, jacked sideways, and I had the 26 in front of me jacked sideways. Yeah, you turned the 26 into the wreck. Yeah, I did. Well, like, because once I got turned sideways, I'm like, well, I'm just going to get out of here. And I just hit the gas. I was like, sorry. And just, tur- like, turned him around. And I made it out. You, like, you saved it. Bailey like, having an existential crisis. I, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I, I, like, leave me out of here. Like, it was out. just crazy because I went back and watched the replay of it. And, it, like, literally, you are dead sideways, hand over fist, mm-hmm. tur- like, turning the, tw- the poor... Sold in the twenty six car. Yes, <laughs> and um, he was already. It was he was right, it was no, too was, late for he him. Was gonna be in the right, yeah, <laughs> he was going to be in the right. It was too late for him. But <laughs> it was such a massive, re- and it was funny because for us, like I remember, like we started the race. I don't remember what happened, but we ended up getting put to like tail longest line. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, um, but it like saved us because we were in the back when that wreck happened. Like you could see in the replay, the wreck's happening, and then you just see the blue KSDT car just stop. <laughs> like I'm just stopped on the apron, like waiting for them to all slide down the track. Yeah, I thought I screwed myself on that deal because me being who I am, I was really aggressive on the restart, and I was like ready to go three middle, and like I got to the three middle, and then uh-huh. they all just started crashing. Like, oh, well, that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no exit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is I can't go anywhere now. And then luckily, I was able to get down in front of. I bet Landon. you being three middle actually probably helped you in that situation. Uh, being three middle doesn't help when they're wrecking in front of you. <laughs> I'll just tell you from plenty of experiences, it's like oh. God. <laughs> Speaking of wrecking, um, that last lap at Daytona, you and I had that yeah, we right in front of us. Plowed the grass. My roommate. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy, dude. Like I've, I think I said it last week. I've never seen, like, been in a wreck like that or watched a wreck where someone was flipping like that in front of me. Except for maybe one time, Legends Car Nationals when I was yeah. 14. Justin Swilling, or no, Evan Swilling, or no. Oh, yeah, no, it was, it was probably. It was, Justin's the older brother. Yeah. Evan flipped like nine times at Langley oh in a legend car, and it was incredible. Like, I just. And I watched it happen. It was funny because that wreck is so hilarious for me to look back on. Not hilarious, but like the way it all hilarious. played out. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> look at look at What an idiot flipping. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, after it was hilarious because I used to, I was making fun of my for the rest of the week. Um, How do you think us on the pit box has felt? Oh my we're god! Watching, we're watching our two blue cars go to the very bottom and disappear into a cloud of dust. <laughs> yeah, and we but, hear we hear nothing from him. Yeah, the radio Rick, disconnected or something on my car. Rick like, is on the radio screaming because we thought you were like in it, in it. Yeah, like hurt. Oh, because I hear Rick. He's like, talk yeah, to me, yeah, and I'm I'm, to me. I'm pressing talk the button, me. yelling like, "Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm coming back to you. I got oil pressure." And then here comes Ryan coming out of Ford. I'm okay. And you hear the yeah. splitter hitting as he's going around, but, and Bird goes, "Hey, look, there he is." The the funny thing about that wreck is uh, going through one and two because like you and I were like, you were in the lead pack the whole time. I was in the second pack. Yeah. And we were busy trying to race each other instead of trying to catch the lead pack. Finally, we all get in line. We catch the lead pack. 
And with two to go, I'm kind of realizing, like, hmm, we're not really up there. And then on the white flag, I'm in the top lane making making speed. Like, I was making up ground. They kind of hit me. I was like, I'm not in contention for a top ten. I'm not in contention for the win at the, in this position. I have no business being in this top lane just to get wrecked for running for 19th, 18th. So I go to the bottom behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to follow Bailey. If they wreck, I'm following him through it. And uh, all of a sudden, I see my roommate's roof. Um, my <laughs> flipping, and we both go to the grass, and that was the only out we had. Yeah, no, there was no. The nineteen car was like sitting sideways in the middle of the racetracks. So I was like, well, I guess I was hoping that the other cars would plow the grass with their splitters first. No, I you ended up plowing it for me. No, yeah, exactly. I I knocked my entire splitter off, and yours just kind of got dented up a little bit. Yeah, but the funny part is, is like I'm hand over fist trying to save this on the ape on the on the banking. You're sliding up from the grass onto the track, and we're sliding like face to face, in like towards each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like a car's wreck. Like, yeah, like I was actively looking at like the four car, like, yeah. oh god, like hand over fist, just trying to save this thing. And you were like, I could see you were just like, kind of sitting there. Yeah, I, there, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't controlling anything at that point. I was just along <laughs> for the ride. I don't. Once think I, I saw you. you, I was like, oh, maybe I should try to do something, and I was like. Nothing I'm doing is helping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's so funny to think about, like, how we literally are, like, in the middle of the big one, and our only concern was, we can't hit our teammate. Yeah. We can't hit I our don't teammate. don't care if I wreck. Let me just not hit him. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I don't think we touched. We got really close. It was way I, like, too close. When I stopped spinning and I kind of, like, slid down like that, we, like, kind of were door to door, but I don't think we ever hit each other. I mean, it was... If, yeah, we didn't. There's no marks on the cars yeah, hitting each other. I don't so. have any like marks, but it was. I mean, I was almost convinced we did. That's how close it was. And then the funny thing is, I'm up on the banking doing that. There's cars wrecking to my right, and I'm sliding down. So I didn't really have a chance to go back up the track. Mm-hmm. So not only did I spin through the grass and back onto the track to avoid hitting you, I turned hard left back into the back grass. Into the grass, <laughs> stay in the grass. <laughs> and I'm just. Just Lightning McQueening it all yeah. the way through three and four. I never told you this. You gave me nightmares, too, when you came off, when you finally came back on the radio. Yeah. Because you said, I've got oil pressure, and I've heard that before, where the entire <laughs> front is caved in and oil spewing out of it. Yeah. But the pump is still running, so there's still pressure. Yeah. So it just scared the crap. I was like, oh, good. Well, there goes that engine. I, I just liked how, like, that, like... That, it wasn't even asked. That was just like my first response. Like, just so I have, like, because I was going to try and drive it back if I had pressure and I saw there was pressure. So I was like, I don't want them to yell at me. I have pressure. Case, case knows exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that because honestly, I didn't. I got lucky because when I got back in the pits, my oil filter was like where it's normally parallel with the sway bar tube, yeah. like horizontal. Mm. It was pointing straight up. But it was still hooked up. But it was stuff? still hooked up. There was no hole, hole in the filter. I have no idea how it got wow. like that. But it was like pointing straight up. <laughs> Incredible. We worked really good in that race, though. That was yeah, fun. That was a good little, good little race. I wish I, I should have gone earlier. Like, yeah. When same. I think back on it, like I, if if I would have gone earlier, either A, I would have missed the crash, or B, I would have been fully in it. Yeah. There was but really at least no. It wouldn't have been, at least it wouldn't have been halfway. Like, I was like <laughs> there, but like I was like I kind of tore the car up still by going through the grass, but like really wasn't even for anything, and I'm like I should just went, and if I. And I either would have got like right reared and crashed really hard, or I would have made it through and finished like nice. I, you I, are making me so mad right now. I mean, <laughs> honestly though, dude, like I should have gone earlier. I should have gone with like three to go. Well, I, I the thing is, like I was given the kind of like the okay to go with like ten to go, but the problem is the second pack. 
the, the yeah, y'all were all messing around. We back were there. we were stuck racing back there, and I was just I was trying to get in line the whole time, but nobody was wanting to get ordered. Yeah. So by the time we got in line, it was like five to go, and so we all kind of conga lined to the. Pack. And then y'all took off. Cause we like, took off because the spotter was like, "All right, they're like." The next pack's like 20 off you, and then the next lap, they're like, all right, they're two back. And I was like, oh, they must have been organized. <laughs> Dude, it was, I mean, and the weird thing is, is like, I'm going through the, like, down the front straightaway here, and we're hauling. Like, I mean, like, my tack, I mean, it was red. Like, yeah. You know I mean? Like, we were, we were, RPMs were high. Um, and I'm just sit, sitting there thinking, like, man, we're going fast. Like, this feels faster than before. Yeah. And it was weird the, the the whole plate change they did didn't really affect it that much I don't think like speed wise yeah. at least in a pack mm-hmm. when you're by yourself obviously there's a little bit of a change but I think the plate made it it didn't do it as definitely much felt as slower but by yourself I will agree it it didn't help as much as I thought like like being able to break the bubble in front of you mm-hmm. but uh, it's still like you could catch up to the next guy a lot easier and it yeah. felt like the pack. The pack was freaking accordioning like crazy. Yeah. Like, it was so bad in that lead pack those last few laps. Especially when the whole pack was in that single file line on the top. Yeah, that was and, bad, too. The checkups were just... I, I, I was hitting the brake. And oh, like yeah, I was, Off too. the gas, hitting the brake. Like, trying to, like, not hit well, the Well, yeah. the last few laps, it didn't really help that Jay Buford was in the middle of it trying to get to the front, mm. but he didn't have a lane anywhere, and he almost oh. wrecked about three times. Like, oh, gosh. Just from people... I haven't. I have actually haven't gone back and like watched it. I haven't either. He, I've only seen the crash. There was a couple of times where somebody would get up behind him and push him, and he would just kind of wobble a little bit. And there was like three times in the final two laps that we should have wrecked before then. I was afraid we were going to crash whenever uh, we were running second and third because I could tell you wanted the lead whenever we got to <laughs> I'm like, oh god, he's going for it. He's really trying. <laughs> so like, but then Josh was like. Josh was blocking really good. Yeah. Like, oh my god, here we go. I wasn't gonna There's do three of us stupid, here. but like we caught him so we caught him pretty decently. And so I was like it, it was funny. I wish the cameras would have like focused in on it a little yeah. sooner because it caught us like halfway. Right as it calmed down. Yeah. But like for those who don't know, like we caught Josh and me and Josh started racing like side by side. Like he would swerve up. I would like try and chase him and then get to his inside. He'd block low, and I was just like Okay, like I'm not gonna wreck each other for this, but yeah. I am gonna try and like contest it a little bit. Yeah, and that'd be cool to leave for sure. And that'd been cool, JD one too. Hell yeah, that'd been a lot of fun. All right, let's do. I haven't had another driver on here in a while, so I'm gonna do another segment. Uh-oh. Uh oh. It's called Genius or Not. Okay. I'm gonna ask you something racing related. <laughs> not or I'm go ahead and or this. not. And honestly, you can answer some of these too, Gabe. Oh no. Uh. We're going to start off with the first one. Uh, progressive right rear spring, genius or not? Hmm. Well, I remember we used something like that in our late model, and it was fast. I'm going to say genius. Okay. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you, but okay. Uh, one, one. All right. How about this? Uh, racing cars in stick and ball sports stadiums, like the Clash. I think it is genius in moderation. If that makes okay. sense. I okay. think the clash was an excellent event. I think it needs to be no more than the clash. If that makes sense. Do you was, think we could do it? Do you yeah. think we could do it anywhere else? I think so. I mean, it proved it. I, I don't know how many stadiums are equivalent to the size of the Coliseum. Cause I know the Coliseum is actually like, it's big. It's big. It's a big stadium. Um, I know there's some that are that big, so I don't think it's too far fetched to say we can go do that. However, you also got to look at like, the markets and stuff like is there a market that a has a stadium and like that big and b 
like that we already don't go to. What wow. about a European soccer stadium? See that that'd be fine. I'd, I'd be all for sick. that. See, my only opinion on the the LA Coliseum thing, I think what they should have done was keep the same. Uh, how would you say like grid format as the original like Budweiser uh, shootout and all that? Yeah, where it was pole setter stuff like that. That way you had a set number of twenty odd yeah. cars, but then we had time to bring in. Southwest Modifieds or something like that. Expose yeah. a bunch of L.A. people to that kind of short track racing. Yeah. yeah. A spe- I, I think, I think SRL I tour racer. I would have loved to have seen Modifieds at that track. Or the a prob- legend car, dude. Yeah, that they would be ripping. But the only the only thing is, it's just like the way that the Clash is advertised, it's advertised as the... As essentially, a, the Clash has become, it's become, it's become more of what the All-Star race was. You know what I mean? Right. But in, with this current iteration of it, it's the All-Star event. It is... It's more of like an event, like with the concerts and stuff, and then I liked, and I liked that too. I don't I think it's too. obviously a thing that we need to do every weekend, but I think it's like for the Clash. I think it was perfect, and every Orange Show Irwindale racer that went to the race said it was awesome. Right. While we're on the topic, uh, bring the All Star Race back to Charlotte and do the pit crew competitions and the burnout contest. They I should do that. the the All Star Race, the dirt track at Charlotte. That's what I said. That'd be fun. I'd be okay with that. I was watching the slap shoes video, but I, I think all the all the Extra stuff was what made the All Star Weekend. Special. No, yeah, it is. Yeah, it definitely lost a little bit about that. But the only reason why it lost that is just because of COVID. I think. Well, I mean, I, I think too when you added in because the, the draw about the All Star Race was you had twenty lap shootouts basically mm-hmm. or whatever format they mm-hmm. had. You had field inverts, but once you added stage racing in it to it, you kind of lost what was special about. Well, they had that last year though, didn't they? Like they had like the twenty lap deals. Well, no, yeah. I'm inverts. saying like once you added stage racing into regular, oh the regular, regular deal, racing, yeah, you kind of yeah. lost what was special about doing twenty. Yeah. Laps. that's a good point. Yeah. I wish it was more like I, I wish when they did the invert stuff. Like I know last year, again, I know in recent years it, it was kind of neutered because of you know protocols and stuff. But I wish, and this is like the humpy wheeler type in, promoter in my mind. Yeah. I want them to have a giant spinning wheel in the grandstands and let some kid in the grandstands come down, spin that thing, and whatever number it lands on, that's the invert. That'd be pretty cool. Or, like, have a dice like they do at short tracks. Yeah, like, like a giant dice, yeah. like a fluffy dice that they toss. I mean, the Throw kids would the love that. the spotter stand and it rolls down the grandstands. Yeah. Here's my balls-to-the-wall idea. Mm-hmm. Have everybody with the same seat. Mm-hmm. Bring your seat insert. Spin a wheel. That's the, the car you get. Yeah. That'd be neat. Yeah, like, the slap shoes... Uh, Thing I saw, Shout it was like shoes. they got good stuff. We're getting, we're getting <laughs> Case booed by the playing peanut boo, gallery. Boo noises. Look, man, I have it on the soundboard. You don't need to play it over there. <laughs> but they were saying that you should qualify off your quarter mile time at the drag strip, <laughs> and then do heat races at the dirt track, and then race the race on the big track. Speaking of the dirt track, I'm very intrigued to see how this car race, the next gen race, is at dirt at Bristol. I am too, honestly. I saw the the video of Stuart Friesen. Yeah, it sounds like an IMCA modify, which is kind of cool. It, it looked to me like a dirt street stock, and yeah. for that reason the, alone, I really the am excited. The only thing that scares me in a race situation is how the rear toe links were exploding, breaking. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And if we get any ruts or anything, they're gonna just gonna break. Well, I mean, just regular yeah. dirt track racing. Somebody you know takes it a little bit too wide, puts it in the outside wall, they're dead. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We're, I don't know. We'll we're see. going to that race. Yeah, I know. I'm I just excited. That while we were I just about remembered. That. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. That's gonna be fun. No, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that, and we get to be in a suite too, so we don't have to worry about dust, <laughs> which is nice. Yeah, Case is not pumped up. You know, one <laughs> breaking news to the rest of the team here: yeah. <laughs> we are going. Myself yeah. and Ryan are going to the dirt race at Bristol. I wish that uh, 
Xfinity cars race there. I know no one else. I'm good. No. Like, again, I'm good. The, again, the crew guys are all against that. I mean, I'm for it, but like, it's just. <laughs> now, Dude, are all, you ready to race the most piece of junk car we have in our that's fleet? What, but yeah, that that's that, that, but that's what makes that like I. That's where I agree with Bailey yeah, on yeah, the Case, excitement the part. That would be fun though. Dude. I, like, I agree with Kaylee, Case, Kaylee, Kaylee, Bailey. Yeah. Gee, Christmas on that front. That it would be fun to like bring out the, our worst car, like some of the, like old cars that we got, and just put them together yeah, and just see take, how it runs. There's like 19 steel body cars in the back of the JD Motorsports shop. Yeah, go back there. Hack one of the bodies off. <laughs> He's pulling out a Bible. Take, <laughs> take all of like your junk body parts, or like not the ones that are junk, but like the ones that you're not going to use yeah. anymore. Put the body on it and let her eat, dude. Like throw like some I want six hundreds in the front of that thing. Cherokee Speedway's <laughs> right by the race shop too. We I want to see one of them chassis. Like I want to experience that. It'll be cool. I, the Xfinity car it puts on the best show everywhere else. I don't imagine to be any different at a dirt track. Absolutely. So, what, are, what is what is the next one? We totally went off on a tangent there. Are those is that the only genius? Oh no, no, I yeah, I have a lot more. Okay. Uh, I I have one is a uh, being a picky eater on race day. Uh, that's me. I'm I'm that so way. So you're you're calling genius on I'm that? I'm calling genius because I had a uh, bad experience one time with fast food on a practice day, and uh, it was bad. Okay, that's all I will get into. Uh, what about in car live streams for all cars like? Yes. If you want, like, like Absolutely. back in the day, how they used to have like that HBO channel or yep. whatever, you could like tune in. I think they should definitely do that. Do that. I I say I. Here's the thing: there's so many cars in the field, so I know it's hard logistically, but that's where F F one is killing us. And one one of the biggest. Do they biggest. have like every car has an onboard? Yeah, they should. And every car has an onboard where if you have the that Formula One app, you can yeah. just watch. Their feed the entire and race. we oh, try really? and onboard telemetry data. Of course, we can't do yeah. that. Yeah, but but like that's something that I've been actively like. Anytime I like do sponsor stuff, like I actively pitch like, hey, let's try and get an onboard camera because that's instantly like, yeah, eyeballs. And if I mean if that's something that's readily available to every team, I mean that's gonna help. That yes, it'll be a tough initial cost. I think for the TV broadcasters and the contracts or whatever. But I think the long term effect of Sponsors, I think oh, yeah. that is going to ramp up that business model. No, yeah, imagine the only thing I'm worried about that is if you know you sell to a sponsor, hey, we're all gonna have in car cameras. It's the same thing with every TV broadcast. Are they gonna show it? That's yeah, but thing. if they have yep, a, if they have a live stream for each oh, car, yeah, though, if they have a, yeah. then I mean, any company could like go on their Facebook or their Twitter or whatever, and, like, and maybe like share go it. watch our car here. And they'll they could be able to see it immediately. And our and races then, are two and a half, three hours long, sometimes longer. I know the I know the Xfinity race this past weekend lasted longer than the Cup race. Yeah, which is wild. Um, but our races are long enough to where I feel like you'll most likely get shown. I yeah, think the especially chances like, of it not happening are. Dude, long. imagine if you'd had an in car camera when your transmission exploded through the dash. <laughs> or imagine if I would have had an in car camera when I had a flat tire and I'm having to like. By the way, I I didn't know where you were going. I just went to the bottom. Yeah, you saw me just. Yeah, I, I kind of felt. I was like, damn, I didn't expect him to go down there, but no, you you're fine. Because I was it. I was like in the middle of like a group of like a swarm of bees, and we were just like all racing, and all of a sudden it was like, oh god, there's Bailey. Yeah, that sucked. I was bummed on that. I, was, yeah. I saw that, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, bad deal. Whatever. Just got to chill. So I kept telling myself, <laughs> just got to chill. won't happen anymore. But, Gabe, what about you? 
I guess you said you like that too. How about uh, here's my last one, okay. and I have a strong opinion on this. Uh, TV dinner, TV dinners. TV dinner. Oh, TV so dinners. like a kid cuisine or a hungry man. Genius. That's what I'm saying, dude. I, They're I way genius. I agree. I, <laughs> I, I'm about to say I have no bad opinion on that. I All grew right, up good. with TV dinners. I mean, it, it, I still eat TV dinners. I mean, like look, but like <laughs> the the hungry man backyard barbecue, like. I don't care how much sodium is in it. If I need a dollar twenty-five meal, I will eat it. Well, not just that, but like think about all like the microwavable things you get in the freezer section. You just set up a TV tray, put on your favorite movie, you're chilling. Like I showed you them Dino Nuggets, and those were good. Those, those were amazing. amazing. Yes, no, like th- like it's it comes. I don't know what the brand is. It doesn't say the name of the brand, but they are the best nuggets. I I am very picky when it comes to putting like. Fried chicken goods in the oven. Yes, because they can go very wrong very quickly, like soggy. Case, case is leaning over. Um, we won't talk about why. Uh, <laughs> very. Some anyway, uh, <laughs> but those actually got very crispy. Like they, they were very good. <laughs> the breading, the crisp on them was just superb. The <laughs> and the chicken Chef's itself kiss. is good. Like oh my god! Like if I were still doing the nugget beer, which I'm trying to bring back. That would be the pinnacle nugget. Yeah, you know, to me, microwavable food is probably the best thing if it's ever happened because I can't cook. Uh, and I, there, for in my in my college days, I would only get my grocery list consisted of corn dogs, and they used to have these spicy chicken patties mm-hmm. that I wouldn't get bread for. I, I would just eat the patties by themselves. Yeah, I, I did them. that too. And do the spicy chicken ones? Holy cow, they're so good. Yeah, like you can get, um, like, um, man, I like totally blanked on like the brand name, but like you can get, you can get these patties, like these chicken patties, and just have like two of them or something like that. Oh, yeah. And it's like some people I've seen. That's the money. Some people I've seen t- turn those patties into like chicken parm. I've seen that before. Uh, that, my high school used to do that, and that shit was fire. <laughs> yeah, like, that sounds so good. so good. That sounds like really good. I remember how cheap my high school used to be. It was hamburger day was on Monday, and then Salisbury steak was on yeah, Tuesday. They just but they just took the hamburger patties. patty and put gravy over oh, it. Oh yeah, hamburger shirt. I hate. It. <laughs> we did a we did an iRacing race, and the grand prize was a. Uh, it wasn't t- even a grand prize. It was, <laughs> it was like probably second, like the third yeah, place prize. It was a t shirt with a JPEG of a hamburger, and underneath it said hamburger. Shirt. We were all extremely. Do I look like I know what a Dude. JPEG is? Yeah. I just want a picture of a god dang hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, since we're on the topic of food, I was actually thinking about this while I was eating dinner earlier. Uh, as far as South Point restaurants go, there's eleven of them. Mm-hmm. What's the best one? So I haven't eaten all of them yet. I haven't had the buffet. I haven't had the Mexican restaurant. Haven't you haven't had, had the buffet? That's what the I first have, one you go to. I want to have the buffet. Case, can we go to the buffet? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the buffet. None of us are stopping you from going to the buffet. The only thing that stops me from going to the buffet is the long line yeah, that's there half but that time. means it's good. And taking out a second mortgage, but... Is it yeah. expensive? Well, they used to have the coupon. The coupon book, I'm not, the coupon book, I'm not going to lie. This year, not... As good as it has I been mean, in the past, but a little, little lackluster. Yeah, but, I mean, I also saw that there was a Mexican restaurant, like, like a like the oh, staircase. dude, I ate there. I ate there for lunch today. Really? Damn, it was good, really? dude. I eat there all the time. There's a they've had this. They they still have this coupon. It's the free margarita with any entree. Uh, Marg? Yeah, free margs with wow. any entree, and it was good. I got the steak con camarones, and it was good. So. 
Coronado Cafe is like top tier just because of the five dollar steak and eggs. Oh yeah, that's right. That's like the breakfast slash yeah. steak I, slash from two a.m. Yeah. to five a.m. I just want to say I had steak and eggs for the first time like a week and a half ago. Never had that combo before. Damn, that's cool, bro. Didn't ask. Uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just like I'm so stoked about it though. Like I, I'm I'm learning so many amazing food combos that I did uh, not know about. Was it the the Del Mar Deli's good, but it's like. A little expensive. I mean, that's everything here, but it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Yeah. It's Vegas. You're gonna you're gonna be paying for stuff. Oh, the breakfast buffet is like. Where's the breakfast buffet? It, it's the the buffet. Oh, the it's buffet. the regular you buffet. You just go okay. in the morning. Yeah. There is was it a, cheaper in the morning. Yeah, it's like fourteen. I was in, it's like fourteen. Oh, so still. Okay. I caught an elevator with this guy to the parking garage, and he was so stoked because he said, "I paid for the breakfast buffet, and it's a whole six dollars cheaper than the lunch one." But when you go at eleven. They start putting out the lunch food. Oh, finessing it! Gain the system. So he was like, he was so stoked about that. Like, like he came in the elevator with the biggest smile, looked at me dead in the eye, and was like, "I'm gonna tell you something." You parked in the parking garage? Yeah. Why? I've, I've never. I've been coming here for a decent amount of time, and I've never, ever, it's ever, free ever valet. parked. It's free. Yes. I didn't even know that. I didn't know, I didn't know that. Where did I you never park? valeted myself. I don't. I ride in someone else's car usually, but like. When I did have a car here, I've never parked in the garage. I just parked in the parking lot outside. I, I, but, like, you get in your car, and it's nice and cool. No, I, I guess I get that, but I just, I've never even given this parking garage here a second look. Like, I, I hardly even knew they had one here. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been to the pool here. I've been I, to the pool I've walked out to it. It's I, a little cold, this trip. I almost went I almost went out to it today, but is I was it like. outside or is it inside? It's outside. Oh. It's, fu- it's a cool little pool. Yeah, I mean it's like I mean it's a pool. Yeah, and it's usually racing people there. Yeah, so you can hang out with all the bros, all the broskies. Yeah. Um. Real quick, back on the topic of restaurants here, the Steak and Shake, good, but it's just uh, Steak and Shake. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but I'm saying my, I'm, I'm getting to my complaint about it. Uh oh. Because I tried to order just a burger mm-hmm. instead of getting fries with it. Because, sorry, but Steak and Shake's fries aren't really that good. If I want a potato sticks, I'd go to the grocery store and buy potato sticks. But, like, you have to pay $8 or $9 for a combo meal, and I just wanted the hamburger for $4, man. Hmm. And they wouldn't sell to you? No. They, they oh, would it has they, to be a combo? They would have taken the fries off, but I would have paid full price. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. Man. I mean, I get, I get it. That's not that cool, man. They got a new ice cream place here. That wasn't Is that new? Last it wasn't yeah, new? Yeah, it was new. It's new because I've been there twice already. Bad. It's right next to my favorite slot machine. <laughs> you are having a you are having a great time here. No, I honestly am. I just be walking around, going to different restaurants. I've had the sushi place twice. Is the sushi place here? Is yeah, it? Zenshin, right next to Steak and Shake. Uh, oh yeah, it's good too. I burned my nose out with some wasabi earlier. Man, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm excited. I'm 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 excited to eat tonight. Now now yeah, you no, got me hungry. We're just really building up an appetite here. Yeah. On the, on the Men of Genius podcast, yeah, with SpongeBob on, yeah. I think it's it, it's about, it's bouncing back and forth from old SpongeBob to new SpongeBob. Yeah, I know yeah. it's kind of weird. The new SpongeBob just like there's was, there's some good ones. There's some good ones, but the animation gives me heebie-jeebies. Speaking of SpongeBob, I was trying to get a tattoo the other day, and uh, <laughs> I was going to get a <laughs> I was going to get a SpongeBob tattoo. But if anybody's ever gone out. shopping with Bailey Curry, he's like a child. You lose him every two seconds. He's either that. Dude, there was part. a tattoo parlor in the mall. Let's just I was talk like, about this for crazy. a second. You made us drive all the way to the strip okay, to go, okay, go, go, go to another. You hush. 
<laughs> to go to, you, can, you can finish what you're saying, but then I'm going to kill whatever you say what I say. <laughs> to drive to a Dick Sporting Goods because you, you, you didn't want Walmart socks. And, but then you, we found out you had an ulterior motive because you, we, we drove like 30 minutes. 30 minutes we we thought it was just for the socks, but no, yeah. you wanted to get a Vegas Knights jersey for the, for the hockey game you're going to that night. But then you complain that they were real jerseys and that they cost $170. So you, oh, my God. You, it was a bargain compared to at the game. They were $290. You what? Walked, you walked for around, a jersey? You walked around asking the people if they had a had discount section with the off-brand yeah, Vegas Knights jerseys. Well, because sometimes you can find, like, the, the less authentic versions and they're cheaper. Or it's, like, players that, like, have been traded. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, so I did eventually find, like, a halfway jersey. And then I got home and I was going to wear it over my hoodie. Did not fit over the hoodie at all. Oh, it was small. Oh, it was very... I, I think I even got like an extra large. Didn't fit over the hoodie. I, and first, I, first, I Hulk Hogan did off my body. I was so angry. First first jersey that he, that he found was uh, it was like $70. You're like, man, this is a steal. Puts it on, the sleeves go up. Yeah, it was a kid's home. jersey. <laughs> this is a kid's. <laughs> so, but yeah. Hockey but anyway. A rebuttal <laughs> to your story here. I'm going to get flamed. We went to eat lunch, and then we are like, anybody got to go anywhere? And everybody's like, and I was like, I kind of go get, go get socks. He's like, but I don't want to take up any of y'all's time. And like, oh, we got nothing to do. We, we oh, I'm gonna just go wherever. We can yeah. ride around, do whatever. And then we're about halfway there, and like Bailey taking up our time. So he doesn't want Walmart socks. No, I don't want Walmart socks. If I get Walmart socks, they'll like I wash them three times and they fall apart. I wanted to get Nikes, Nike socks. They, they have last. that at Walmart. Your same argument. Is like me saying, yeah, we have time. We can do whatever you want. Okay, can you drive to Reno, Nevada? No, me? it was 30 <laughs> minutes away, dude. It was, it, it, I'm sorry. It was not 30 minutes away. It was like 15 minutes away. And we get there. We got to walk around. Y'all got to look at stuff, too. Y'all didn't buy anything. I'm not saying about buying anything. Thing. Yeah, you and were then, having a blast. And then y'all were the ones that told me, like, oh, there's a tattoo shop here, too. And I was like, I was going to feel bad if I actually went through the tattoo because I was going to take like a solid hour. And I was going to tell you I was to chill ahead. And, well, no, no, no. That felt really to, good in the car. I walked, I walked in to the tattoo shop, and I asked the guy for a couple things. He's, he's like, yeah, I don't think I could do that one. The guy just didn't want to give me tattoos. He was kind of a tattoo snob, and mine are kind of goofy. And he didn't want to take any part in this, I could tell. And I had one little one. The rest of my tattoos are pretty small. They're all on my thigh. And they cost like, I don't know, 80 bucks a piece at the most. And I showed him one, very simple, just black. Black ink wouldn't have taken him long. He's like, "Yeah, that'd be about two hundred fifty dollars." I was like, "Yeah, uh, not today, man. I'll see, ya. <laughs> thanks." Yeah, so he definitely was one of those guys that like he just didn't want to do it. Yeah, either didn't want to do it or he like had just like a very like I the only tattoos I do are like the art ones. Yeah, I had I had no clue what was going on. I just see Bailey points at me. Come on, Gabe, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's, yeah let's, the, the guy was out of his mind. For two hundred and fifty dollars, that could have paid for like three of my a, other tattoos. I've been wanting to get like a small tattoo too. Oh, but yeah, like, get, I don't know what I would do or where. Really, you don't know what you do. What? Just it's gonna be dead. a dino nugget. Oh That'd my god, sick. that yeah. sounds awesome! You were so dumb, you didn't even think of it. I didn't. You should get the like said so the SpongeBob tattoo. I was thinking about. Uh, it just says uh, it's the one where SpongeBob's the maniac. Mm-hmm. And it's the poster. It says it says warning in the picture. Yeah. Maniac. That'd be a good one. That's and then funny. there was the, like, the little termite eating the Krabby Patty. I was thinking about or that. The one hashlinging too. slasher. Or the hashlinging slasher. That was my first idea. I had that a long time ago. That sounds like awesome, actually. I don't know if I had time. I thought about it before this podcast. I was like, man, I might walk across the street. Cause there's a tattoo shop over there. Do it. 
But no, nah, I didn't. I Good. took a nap instead before the pod. Yeah, so much, so much thought. Yeah, just, time. just, yeah, yeah. I, I had to get my brain right, so I took a nap and ate sushi and drank a Rockstar Energy. There you go. Sugar free, of course. Yeah, talks about <laughs> going to the ice cream parlor twice yeah. in one day. But yeah, <laughs> I had no. I, not I had twice two. in one day. Once, okay. a, once a day. Two days in a row. <laughs> how are you? Okay, what I'm sensing is how are you not either broke or look bigger than me? Because well, all you've done since we've been here is gamble and eat. I was thinking about that exact same question. Uh, I go work out in the morning, so I don't feel too bad about my eating habits. My paying for the eating habits, I was thinking I don't really spend much more than I do when I'm eating at home because my normal commute to the shop is an hour and a half. And I was thinking if I split up the gas money I spend during the week and add it on to the meals, it's not much worse than what no, I'm doing I'm right now. I'm not referring to the money that you're spending on the food. I'm just referring to the amount. I'm just like, I, I'm proud of I'm proud of the fact that you've been working on your morning. I, it, yeah. is hard, it is hard for me to, like, I have to have, like, I work with Hunter, mm-hmm. Hunter Smith, and, like, I need a trainer. Like, it's hard for me. Like, I'm, I'm bad at getting motivated to work out. I just do it here because I wake up early every morning and I can't go back to sleep. And I'm like, well, there's nothing else to do. I guess I'll go. That's to the true. Gym. I've been waking up at like six thirty, seven o'clock. Every I'm morning. really trying to go to the the spa down there and get a massage or something. That's one thing I haven't done here. We talked about bingo earlier, and I think there's a good reason I haven't ever done that because it looked awfully boring. It do, yeah, it bingo just has never sounded fun to me. There are people yelling outside. Yeah, they are. Good. Excuse me, guys. We're podcasting. <laughs> I can't believe that you can hear people yelling. We're like at the very end of the hall. I walked yeah. up there. I'm like, damn, I got a sweet-ass room. I'm at the end of the hall. Regular, standard issue. Whatever. Yeah, you got the luxury suite on the second floor. I got the luxury suite on the second floor with a podcast studio. It's all right. There's construction going outside my window. It came Is with the really? podcast studio. Yeah. It came with the podcast. Yeah, with the, with the camera set up on the ironing board and everything. They're still yelling out there. Yeah, what is that? Who is that? Let's go bring him on. No. <laughs> I, I, he might say some out-of-pocket stuff. Yeah. That's... Case is checking it out. They're, they're gone. Are they not there? Oh. I think Jade Buford's room's next to me. Maybe it's them. Jade Buford. No, that is not Jade Buford. I'm Jade sorry. Buford. The, the most quiet person in the garage. It no. might be his team. I mean, their sponsor is that Big Machine Vodka. Oh, Lord. By the way, the colors on on that car makes me like feel like that that probably tastes pretty good. Just want to say that. Oh yeah, those little like little slurpy things. Yeah, it's like a Capri Sun with alcohol. I've never seen them sold anywhere, but they're available. Like if you imagine, like you know, like some race teams have like a cooler where you can get. Yeah, you just go grab one. <laughs> you just have a cooler. They bring them out for post race, <laughs> and then people just grab them to have them on the way home on the plane. On the way. Wayne, nice. Wayne on screaming that the car is not loaded up, but yeah. everybody in the garage area is trash. <laughs> just hammered off, <laughs> hammered off big machine vodka lemonade packs. <laughs> not sponsored. No, damn, gave him a free ad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yet. <laughs> my, that's my bad. My bad, G. But all right, I think that's about it for a real man of genius. I was supposed to do some other stuff. I was thinking about going TikTok live. That's why I set this little. Oh, bad dog up! But I just I've been proud of you. To. You've been you've been on TikTok a lot, dude. I've been trying. I've been trying, dude. Honestly, like the it is the fastest way to gain a social media following. It, it is. It just it's hard to stay consistent though. What are what are you at? On, like you you grew a lot. Uh, Let me see. I'll, I'll look you up. I'll look you up. I'm probably close to three thousand now. But I I've 
I gained like 500 hey, followers in two 3, weeks. you 3,000, my guy. You're at 3,300. Oh, damn, yeah. Yeah, like you probably, because like, you've had a lot of videos pop off, like as of late. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thanks. Thanks, the, the, man. As the, as the former TikTok boy who do TikTok dance. Hey, before, before we leave here tonight, can we talk about your little pop filter? Huh? The, the thing, the filter on your mic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's made out of, so South Point. As gracious as they are. Dude, they got the best hospitality. They give you slippers when you get here. Yep. Me, being the asshole that I am, the I decided to genius. take the slippers they give me. Well, to be fair, once you've done this for a couple of years, you have like 40 pairs. No, yeah, I got a pair of brand, home, brand new at home. In Wait, the you can take them? Yes, you can take them. <laughs> You've been here like three times. Yeah, I've never taken them. I've got the other set over there that I'm taking home. I didn't know you could take them. That's awesome. You are too stupid to kill, dude. (laughs) It is like that is literally like the gold, like the golden retriever thing that you've said in the past. You are literally a golden retriever. Yeah, so stoked to be here. I can't get mad at you for peeing on the carpet. (laughs) I have not peed on a carpet. Disclaimer. Uh, Yet, but anyways. I got here and I'm I'm very impatient, I guess, or I just wanted to know what it would look like. So as soon as I we got here at like eleven o'clock Saturday night, I immediately opened my podcast uh, box, got all my stuff out, started setting it up, and I was like, okay, how can I really theme this thing as the South Point Studio here? So I started like trying to like prop up the slippers mm-hmm. on the soundboard here, and I'm like that's not working. I tried to like prop them up on the mics, and I was like, okay, well maybe I'll just rip the the tops of them off and like hang them up it wasn't working wasn't working and then i basically i like just took it and stuck it over the mic and it uh, fits perfect vertically but then that wasn't really working either so i was like all right i'm gonna make this a real deal and i took it off tucked it around took some of the electrical tape i was talking about earlier taped the back it's kind of good it's not near as bad blowing on it as like the other mics are oh yeah wow so I don't know. Maybe I should try to figure. Yeah, there's like a there's a significant crisp difference uh, between our me and Gabe and you. Yeah, like when I say the, you can hear it. (laughs) But the problem is, is like it's really not that good because there is a little bit of a gap right here because it's not quite big enough. But hey, you know we work with what we got here. Get a hot filter like that goes over the top of it. Get it embroidered with your your podcast logo. I was thinking about that once I get so. I'm at my current apartment where I have the home studio, which is just my living room. Uh, I'm trying to move out of there and get an apartment with a second, like, bedroom, and I'm just going to set it all up in there. And then I'm going to get real crazy with the setup. Like, I'm going to get different cameras. and You'll have, like, the Jake, the, like, Logan Paul impulsive type studio in there? Maybe. I don't know what that studio looks like. But it's gnarly. I, I don't listen I want, to the podcast, like, but I've seen it. And I, I like want it. to get like a producer so I can have like different camera angles and stuff, but I also don't want to pay a producer. I was going to say, it sounds like a real podcast. I was going to say, yeah. it sounds like, it sounds like that's the tough thing about doing these things is like, you have to find a budget, but you don't have a budget. So no, it's exactly. Like, it's like, how much do you really I gotta, I, pay I, on it? <laughs> I really, really need to get some ad reads or something, I, but I, it's kind of fun. Like I've been trying to sell it. Like whenever I'm doing sponsorship stuff, like, yeah, throw you ad read on the podcast too. <laughs> But it doesn't help the podcast financially, but whatever. It's just fun. I enjoy doing it. I don't enjoy the editing I'm about to have to do when we're done here. But Where? that is what it is. The good thing is I've kind of just called it on the bleeps, especially like this one. I said one bad word, so people can just listen to it. Frick. Yeah. It'll be okay. Which one was that? It'll, be, it? it'll be better than 
It'll honestly be a lot better than when I have Matt on because Matt will just start cussing to make me have to bleep out words. <laughs> but, yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. Y'all have any other plans for tonight or while we're still in Las Vegas for this race week that um, kicks off? I plan on getting food. Uh, I was invited to go see Katy Perry tonight. Uh, you were too. I, yeah, pass. I, I, yeah, I didn't want to see that. Um, we love Katy Perry. That just Katy Perry, friend of the podcast. <laughs> Katy Perry, friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, uh, especially after... The hockey game last night because tickets for that were kind of expensive and everything else about that. Yeah, I've spent money this weekend. Yeah, it's not good. I was thinking, I was like, before the race season started, I'm like, man, I really need race season to start because I really don't spend near as much money during race season. But then this whole West Coast swing is the exact opposite. This is the first, like, West Coast swing we've had in, like, two, three years. We had it last year. It just wasn't. The full three weeks. It wasn't full pull. Yeah, it was it was Vegas and then Phoenix. Yeah. And then it was also like not the whole thing. Yeah, well twenty twenty we had we had a kinda one. Oh twenty yeah, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty we had the whole thing. Yeah, twenty twenty they had the whole thing. But I wasn't there. I didn't expect I didn't get to experience it. Yeah, because that was like that was the the last thing we did before COVID started. That was like, hey guys, this this virus. Yeah, people were talking about it on the way back. Like, oh, people are saying we're going to cancel the season. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. No way that happen. ain't going to happen. Yeah, that would never happen. And then, boom, eight weeks. It's not even that, It's not even a global pandemic. It yeah. wouldn't even shut down that bad. And here we are. Dun, but dun, we're dun. back now, baby. And then we unloaded twice at Atlanta, and then we're home. <laughs> oh, man. God, that weekend was just wild to watch from the sidelines. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I think I was going to race that weekend, or was I? I don't even remember. I was there with the cup team. And we're all getting ready to get in the vans in the morning. And they were like, everybody come to the lobby. We're going to have a meeting really fast. Yeah, we're all going home. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, quick quick story before we, I guess, shut it down. Yeah. Um, this is how this podcast always goes. Yeah, we're going to end the podcast. And <laughs> yeah. Like 30 minutes later. Okay, now we're going to end it. So, at, at Atlanta, um, me and a couple other guys had to go unload the trailers with the truck drivers. Mm-hmm. And then I was told to come back because we were just going to practice, uh, practice that day and then qualify and race yeah. on Saturday. Um, and I get told to bring the team van back to the hotel and help pick up some guys. And I show up to the lobby, and Wayne Carroll, your crew chief, pulls me out of the van. And he goes, um, you might want to get comfortable. Like, well, what's going on? He goes, I don't know yet. So I go I go and sit down, and Brian Barry, our uh, competition director, competition director, general manager, all that. Fearless leader. Yeah. Fearless leader, friend of the pod. <laughs> we uh, he comes downstairs and he's wearing shorts and flip flops. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's that's not good. <laughs> so originally it was going to be load up, uh, put everything in the trailer that way we don't touch it, and then we're just going to race tomorrow. Yeah, it's like man, man, just race without practicing qualifying. That's, that's we can't that do that. Crazy, we can't, we can't do that. And then uh, that night they're just like, yeah, go home. God, we're we're, we're not racing next week. I just remember next like, week, and then we were off for a month and a half. Yeah. I remember because I was, I was still, I, I was in my apartment because I wasn't, you know, racing at the time. I was just kind of like I was part time at the mm-hmm. team, and I was just kind of watching from the from the sidelines. And I wake up that morning. I remember it being a really cloudy day too. That was like the thing too that like kind of made that day stick out to me. Um, I remember just like looking at my phone and seeing like NASCAR is observing the situation and blah blah. blah. There's a chance that both Xfinity and truck will run tonight or they might cancel. Like they might move truck to later tonight and then Xfinity and cup line up at like Xfinity race at 9 a.m. Cup go off at noon. And then we cancel like the next two weeks or something like that. I remember all the weird stuff that you heard about when we were getting ready to get going because we ran Darlington first. Mm-hmm. And then 
you just start hearing, oh, we're going to run Darlington, Charlotte Darlington, for the rest of the and, year. And yeah. Bristol. Yeah, that's all we're going to run for the rest yeah. of the year. And then I start hearing, like, oh, we're Road gonna, Atlanta. We're going to run uh, Caraway. We're going to run Langley. And it's like, <laughs> how what? sick would that have been if we would have ran Caraway, though? With the, with the <laughs> Christmas <laughs> lights for caution lights? That place is sick. We're going to run at Bowman Gray Stadium. Why, why would NASCAR race in a stadium? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so many things back then just seemed so crazy. And then now. But now it's normal. Like, I think yeah. there's, I mean, it's crazy to think like some of the things that have come out of it though that like, like, have legitimately changed like the way the sports just going to be forever. I mean, we, it, I hate to say it, but the pandemic and the break that we had and all the stuff that we had to go through to get racing gave us a better procedure for the weekend. Yeah, I mean, it let us figure out that hey, we don't need two days of practice to run a cup race. Yeah, I wish we still did though. I like it. <laughs> I, look, I've been a crew guy and I've been a driver. I don't mind staying at the racetrack or staying for three days or four days in the weekend because then at least you get to, like, if you're not cramming it all in the one day, you can, like, experience the place you're in. Like, even if you're in Kansas, you can still go find a way to have fun or go to the casino three times. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, st- I, I, w- I mean, I think two-day shows are funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they're it's, it's weird right now because it's the West Coast swing and it's, like, yeah. all one big, long thing. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious to see, like, how these next few are going to go. I mean, like, honestly, Vegas this weekend, with the way the rules are technically set up, we'll be going to the track Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Yeah. But that's just because of the, like, load up the car type yeah. thing. But Work we'll still car. have practice qualifying Friday. Yeah, which is interesting. I think last week should have been a race where we did 50 minutes of practice. Yeah. I don't think we got enough practice last yeah. week. But I think this week and the track... This week makes a little so bit of sense. the cup guys are getting more practice, but I don't think we Yeah, are. they uh, they upped the cup practice time 10 minutes. But, like, I, I mean, we haven't raced there in two years. Yeah. I, I think we at least we should have gotten 15 minutes. I think that would have been a little bit better for our situation because we would have gotten a little bit of Yeah, because you guys have yeah. been there, yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, as much as I, like, like as much you, as the practice. Will, Will Rogers, a couple other guys. Yeah, like, they're, like, that's the thing. Like, when we're sending guys home, it's it's tough when there's not a lot of practice. Yeah. Because it's like, do you, do you go out and run balls to the wall and run a qualifying lap? But. Then again, the track's going to change by the time we get to qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. One of them things. Just one of them deals. Yeah. But I think that does it, people. Yeah. We're going to go eat. Go get food. Maybe maybe gamble a little bit. I think I'm going to go watch put it on Spider-Man red. in the movie theater. Uh, but yeah, Have that does it yeah. for... And we'll see you all next time. Dynamite drop in. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you. 